Hey, Joe. Hmm? What does the, uh, the company Facebook, now named Meta, have in store for us? Smoking meats. What is meats? How do you define meats? If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then meats are simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? <laughs> You're feeling grounded. <laughs> Welcome to Feeling Grounded with your hosts, Josh and Joe. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like this video, and share this video to any person that you think might enjoy this content. Also, follow us at Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast on Instagram. Third time's the charm, at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Also, become a patron on Patreon. You guys will be able to see exclusive content that Josh and I love to put out there. Love to put that out there so that you guys can see us react to a bunch of things. I won't go too far into detail about that because that's your journey. Your your journey is to feel grounded, right, Josh? That's right. Yeah, because questions are what make us insert a really inspirational quote that I can't really think of at this point. The more you know. (laughs) So, Joe, are you going to take the red pill or the blue pill? I'm going to take the... uh... The, probably the red pill. And smoked meats. <laughs> the, I'll take the smoking meats pill. <laughs> so what's good, Joe? How's your life? How's your week? Well, I'm currently at my folks' place. They are uh, traveling right now, and they asked me to dog sit for a couple of hours. Um, this is my old childhood room. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, we painted it not terribly long ago. Um yeah, it's pretty surreal being in here. My old childhood room. Mm. Now it's the guest room. Mm. What color yeah. was it before? It was... A, it's like baby blue right now, you right. can see. It was uh, a little bit of a darker baby blue, mm. but... Just yeah. a blue. Yeah, favorite color. Nice, very cool. I see that we've made a little bit more progress on the... Yeah, the studio. Studio. The, uh, I got more shelves because I brought home a lot of audio equipment mm-hmm. from my work and then um, stored that in there. And then I moved the guitars over here. And so it's a little more enclosed now. And then all that's left, I just, like I said before, I want to build a wall that mm-hmm. separates us and splits the garage in half. And then something for the back because I don't want to see the garage door. Nice, nice. Whether it's a wall or just like a drop cloth or something. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. It's time for Happy Crappy. Oh, how's the week been? What's your happy? Oh, Joseph. I had quite the week. Quite the week. Some big changes happening in mm-hmm. my, uh, my, my day-to-day affairs. Exactly. Exactly. So I decided I'm going to be leaving my job, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. 
Uh, I'm going to miss working there, but I think it's ready. Uh, I've been there for a while, and I think that it's time to, to, to move on, jump into some greener pastures and do what I love. Because my, my, the job that I had is, is not one that's uh, due forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just looking forward to, to the road ahead. And uh, so, yeah, so I did that. So I was home a lot this week. Mm-hmm. And falling into this beautiful routine of, of eating really well and exercising, going to the gym. I went to, to daily mass and I've been working on music, which is my whole thing now, doing some music production. Because if you remember, I'm going back to school for it and I love mm-hmm. it so much. So I'm trying to make, you know, I made socials again um, just for this. I'm never going to use it personally, but I'm always going to share my content and all this stuff on mm-hmm. Instagram, on Twitch, on YouTube, Facebook. Um, which I don't know if I'll do Facebook. I'll probably, I might delete that one, but mm-hmm. um, I remember seeing the logo for it a couple of days ago. It looks like uh, Zach. He made the logo for it, right? Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah my man Zach. He's, he's, he's got a specific. He's got a specific style to it, and yeah, um, yeah. it's awesome. Shout out to you, Zach. Yeah, because yeah, he made our logo for Feeling Grounded. That's right. Yeah, and he made my logo for my uh, my music studio. So we if you're a fan, soon. Um, check out. More music studios. I'm just gonna do a little plug for that because <laughs> now I have. You no put job. your last name in there? I did, yeah, I did. Okay, cool. Which is okay. Um, Not bad. So check us out: Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Twitch. I'm gonna start doing Twitch streams, which is pretty cool. I'm gonna be streaming my production process. So every day mm-hmm. when I'm editing and recording and stuff, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm stream it on online but yeah so week was awesome it was really good mm-hmm. i'm like heading towards the direction i want to go in and you know my family's been so supportive my wife is awesome you know claire's been very loving in this process because mm. um like i said i loved working at this job the stuff i was doing was awesome but the environment was not the best and it was pretty okay. toxic and um it just led to a lot of emotional distress okay. which contributed to um, unhealthy lifestyles so now i'm turning my life around I'm doing this noom thing I've been hitting the gym. I've already lost like almost ten pounds already. Yeah, one. I remember you telling me before we started recording, it was about one pound per day so far. Yeah, it's been like one pound a day, which is crazy. It's just melting right off me, which I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. And it's not. I'm not starving myself. Like I'm. I'm still eating a lot, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of healthy food, a lot of good foods. Yeah. You know, I haven't mm-hmm. done fast food. I'm not overindulging in pizza. I'm even still having like ice cream every now and again and a cookie here and there, mm-hmm. but I'm just not overdoing it. I'm, and I'm, it's working. So. Good. Things are really good, Joe. Things are really good. So that's my happy. Massive life change <laughs> to living an awesome, healthier, happier, more spiritually fed, more physically whatever. It's, it's, it's good stuff. I'm like, it's happy, happy days, Joseph. Love it. Yeah. It seems like it's a pretty crazy thing to get up and leave the position, but... Ultimately, if you're feeling good about it, like, yeah, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, it, it can kinda, be a it can be a stressful time depending on person's perspective. Yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. But for me, I'm I've always someone who I love the idea of change and I love leaping into change. And obviously, mm-hmm. there's always emotional roadblocks that we take whenever there's change. Mm-hmm. But um, I really like it, and I think this was mm-hmm. a good one. This is a mm-hmm. good one because I'm always trying to like be a better version of myself. Like every single mm-hmm. day, I'm trying to like. Improve. Yeah, it takes recommitting. Yeah, and I just think that was a big thing that was holding me back a bit in that regard. And so I'm going to try to pursue some some greener pastures. Not to say that, like, 
because it's very easy to fall into that like cycle of like, well, I'm not happy, so I need something better. I'm not happy, I need something better. But I think there is something out there. And every job that I've had, every experience I've had, I've learned something from it. And it was a valuable mm-hmm. experience and a good time and for whatever purpose. And then um, I think for me, I'm just getting pulled out and thrown into something else. And if it's every couple of years, then it's every couple of years. If it's mm-hmm. if it's for a very long time, then it's for a very long time. And I'm, I'm going to be happy with that. Uh, I just, But I just always want to do what's healthy for me mm. and for my family. And right now, this is this is it. This is it. Good. So, yeah. Cool. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. What about you, Joe? Am I happy? Uh, well, recently I spent a few nights with a few friends from church. Some nights were related to worship, uh, team-related topics, um, playing over this Sunday coming up, um, and then also some young adult group stuff. Um but this week's theme has been that fellowship and support um, even this last month and even through this summer, which is something that I hadn't really considered uh, and something that I needed too. Mm-hmm. So, so it was, yeah, that's great, man. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, crappies. Let's do some crappies. Okay. So I will, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lead on a job that fell through. Um, so the, 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 the dream is to do audio production, um, studio in like a studio setting, whether it's music, podcasts, whatever it is, some kind of an audio medium. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of jobs out there, mm-hmm. but one that I was pretty close that I felt confident about just kind of fell fell through and disappeared underneath my feet. Okay. It was a little frustrating. Um, but What was the reason? They decided because the, the, the job was, it was supposed to be remote, um, and then they decided not to have it be remote anymore. Oh, uh, okay. So, and they're from Tennessee, so they said, you can, you can still try to get the job if you want to come to Tennessee. And I was like, yeah, how about no? So. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to do that yet. I, maybe one day, but not right now. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm on the market looking for more. And yeah, so that's the goal. I want like a remote job where I can sit here and just create audio and, and edit things, which, like I said, I was looking on Indeed right before this, and there's a lot out there. So Good. I'm just going to throw a lot of resumes out and, and see what sticks. Sweet, man. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be there praying for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> Please, and listeners, hit me those prayers. Hit me those prayers. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Smash that prayer button. <laughs> oh, boy. Drink Christian break. YouTube. Hey, cheers. Um, what's your crappy? Okay. Um, so I, like I think a... Um, like I think I said. <laughs> like I think I said. <laughs> anyway, um, cut. Uh, so I think I remember saying this a few weeks ago. I've still had some late afternoons at work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose my crappy was not having total freedom of my afternoons. That's changing um, as this week progresses, coming up, uh, which I appreciate. It's it's been like that actually roughly a month. So. It's kind of affected my workout schedule 
and regime uh, regimen. It's affected my workout regimen. Cut out the thing before. It's affected regime. my workout regimen. Uh, and uh, <laughs> cut again. It's affected my workout regimen. And I'm also looking for greener pastures as far as that goes. So, um, and to get back to that familiarity that I had uh, back in like September, for example, and in the summer in that regard. Nice. No, that's great, man. That's great. Mm-hmm. Keep at it. Yeah. I mean, it's great that you desire greener pastures. It's not great that like what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I'm not like it's happy great that, that you're, you're not suffering. exercising. <laughs> no, like, good still, for you. Good I, for I you. am. I, I am exercising a little bit. Um, like it's it's about twice a week versus like my four times a week mm. oh, type thing. That's so true. it's it's killing me because there are some days I'm just like it's too late for me like to work out because I'm going to wake up like the people mm. uh, in because I'm a loud guy. Right. <laughs> You're a loud guy. Yeah. When you exercise? Yeah. Kinda, yeah. I like to have like you like grunt and stuff. It's that combined with like Stomping. Uh yeah, plus also like Rocky Four music. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's great. Uh that's something that I like to have on repeat, because that's the greatest of all time. I mean, I like to have like other stuff too but mm. that's something i always like to go back to recently i've been rocking flux pavilion i don't know if you've ever heard of him before no he does that uh he's a like an edm electric artist he's really popular he did the uh the i can't stop burp 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 you know no it's, 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 <laughs> it's i've been really getting into like edm stuff recently so <laughs> i'll do it too I'll try it out. I'll, It'll I'll probably send, like, I'll send you. I'll send you my. Could you imagine videos. if it just ruins the workout experience? Like I just. <laughs> it makes you like impotent, like. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. The future is inevitable, but let's travel back in time. <laughs> All right, timeline. So let me go first because yours right. is probably cooler than mine. <laughs> so November right, so timeline. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the cooler than mine. Yeah, cut that out. I don't care. Um, no, no. Okay. So, November. <laughs> no, we have we have good days and bad days with our edits, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, this is the one that I'm going to do. That'll <laughs> <laughs> no, be right. Okay, so November 3rd, 1956. Joseph, have you heard, ever heard of a film called The Wizard of Oz? Um. It's a foreign... Is that like a foreign a film? Foreign concept, too. Uh, yeah, if you mean foreign as in in America. <laughs> yeah, so the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz televised for the first time. So this was the first time The Wizard of Oz was on television. In 1956. Huh. Can you believe that? Hmm. I remember those days. It was hosted by Bert... Bert Lore? Lore? And 10-year-old Liza Minnelli. Oh, Liza Minnelli. That's the mm-hmm. uh, daughter mm-hmm. of Judy Garland. That's right. As the finale of the Ford Star Jubilee series on CBS. Mm. So that's crazy. That's well, like a typical movie that you should be seeing mm. 
when you are younger, if not on repeat. Because I've met a few kids that have never seen it before. I have to say, I didn't. This is not a movie I watched as a kid. I watched it like as an adult mm. <laughs> for the first time, like literally a couple years ago. Wow. And uh, from an adult perspective, what are your thoughts? I thought it was really kind of like an acid trip. <laughs> it, it was, it was a movie. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've obviously heard about it before and I've seen like, you know, clips of it or whatever, but mm-hmm. and I knew the premise. But yeah, it was just, woof. This is a, this is a movie, all right. Um, one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot, of course, Wizard of Oz is one of the top ranked films of all time. Mm. I think Gone with the Wind would be number two because um, that came, I think, a year later. Mm. But we should also talk about how they tried to you know, recapture the magic, so to speak, of the Wizard of Oz. You've heard of Return to Oz? Mm-hmm. Came out like in 85. Um, they recasted Dorothy, of course, because obviously it's how many years later? How many decades later? 50, 50 years. Um, and it's a much darker take mm-hmm. on the tale of Oz. And they said that it was, at least critics, I think it was more akin to and related to uh, L. Frank Baum's original works because mm, okay. there are like seven books really yeah wow um but yeah Crazy. it's uh it's one that you should see because i remember seeing and i was haunted by like the headless queen mm. it's pretty dark pretty dark movie i see crazy yeah the return you mean the return to return oz? to oz yeah i think it came out in mid 80s wow but that Okay, yeah, so 1956, November 3rd, first time Wizard of Oz was on television. Mm. November 3rd, 19... All right. (laughs) I'm so sorry for your edit. November 3rd, 1976, Jimmy Carter was elected the president of the United States, and his slogan at the time was quite simply, trust me. Really? Plain, plain and simple. That was his slogan? Yeah, that was his slogan. Trust me. Uh, he got 51% of the popular vote. Mm. And this was against, I didn't mention this before, but against Gerald Ford, who uh, took over presidency once Nixon resigned in 74, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give you some backstory about like how the uh, election... Sorry. To give you some backstory about how the uh, election went. So New York state of New York had a substantial majority for Democrats Mm -hmm. and the turnout for Roman Catholics was great for Carter. He was a Baptist and it was assumed before the election that it would be alienating Catholics, but no, they, I think they still appreciated the Christian guy that he was. Um, Plus also, I think the, one of the big reasons the elephant of the room why Gerald Ford lost is because Watergate was not too far away mm. from 1974. And I think there was, the United States was still suffering from the fallout of Watergate and the fact that P- Ford pardoned Nixon. Yeah. Oh, uh, I see. And Carter, he only... <clears throat> so Carter, he only lasted one term. He got swept in 1980 by Ronald Reagan. But I think it's worth it to talk about his feats and his follies. You know, his achievements, he uh, 
if you anybody who is listening right now looks up the Panama Canal Treaty and then also the Camp David Accords, look that up because those are fantastic achievements that he um, that he took part in with the Camp David Accords more particularly. Uh, this led to peace between Egypt and Israel. Um, but the folly, one that didn't help him for the 1980 election, was his decision to allow the Shah of Iran to escape to the United States in 1979 led to the Tehran hostage case, mm -hmm. the siege there, But and the rest is history. But after his presidency... He worked as like a mediator for these trouble spots in the world, like Ethiopia, Haiti, Bosnia, you name it. Uh, so I think in presidential polls about who are the worst presidents, I think he's up there as one of the worst. Mm -hmm. But it seems to me as a leadership role, not a good guy. But maybe as just like a human being, I think we it's often overlooked. You don't notice that. I think he seems to be a pretty upstanding guy. Yeah, yeah, I think so. At least from what I've what I've heard about him in his mm -hmm. personal life, he seemed like he was a good man. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the whole hostage crisis was really a big stain on his uh, in his tenure. Mm -hmm. But um, and history will always look at that, mm -hmm. so it's kind of a shame. But it is what it is. It was kind of a big flub. So <laughs> I feel like that last year before an election, the last like year and a half, really makes or breaks, and you can usually see a pattern about who the world the world <laughs> you can usually see a pattern of who the united states will be electing um yeah, yeah. You know, cut out the world thing that i said before <laughs> oh that was okay yeah <laughs> i have to cut this out <laughs> oh there's gonna be so many cuts <laughs> so, so what are we chatting about today oh we well, well hold on hold on swig of coffee for the working man joe do you want to smoke some meats that's such an old thing. I don't know why. But I'm like, it's, it's so like 2018, right? Yeah, it's a while ago. That's that's a while ago. And that like is a meme while ago. culture, like meme, like internet yeah. culture. Every time memes I move, never, my memes will never shakes. die. That's like the true cancel, in a funny way. You know, if they're always going to be there. There's always something to right. dig up. Yeah, but true. meme culture, they just think it's funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought to so change the subject. Uh, I thought. This <clears throat> I saw that Facebook was changing their name to to Meta. Yep. And I I thought that was a joke. <laughs> I I like yeah. honestly thought it was a joke. So I'm Celia. I played tennis with Celia, and she was like, Have you, "Did you hear this? That like Facebook is changing their name?" And I was like, what? "Yeah, the news came out a couple days ago." No. Yeah, yeah, it did. But I I saw it in an article, and I thought it was like a joke article. I thought it was like mm -hmm. satire, something like The Onion. Because, like, that is, like, the stupidest thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it is, like, literally everything that we're talking about, how awful these social medias and big tech mm -hmm. companies are. And they're, like, just, like, going with it now. Yeah. Like, to, call, to change their company to meta? Yeah. Like, are you kidding So, me? Facebook, it's just to give people some context, if you've lived under a rock for the last like 15, me. 20 years, <laughs> Facebook, it's one of the most used products in world history. Mark Zuckerberg, he stated that this doesn't encompass all that we do anymore. Like, of course, they're going to continue their social media presence, calling it Facebook, sure. But they have their hand in things such as Instagram, WhatsApp, 
And they are building towards this, like you said before, this metaverse company, new company brand, and now they're just going to be called Meta, right? Because this, this seems like some 1984 type stuff. And I've mentioned this multiple times before, and we'll get to their ads and stuff like that, because I've watched it. It's haunting. Yeah, I watched it too, yeah. Um, but yeah, with yeah, all the raps so... and brands that we've mentioned before, it's all staying the same. But Mark Zuckerberg, he said, metaverse first, Facebook second. Do you know what like meta means? I think it means something in Greek. It means uh, beyond. Yeah, so it's like it's it's like self-referential, right? So yeah. like this concept of like n- like knowing like, it's like a robot becoming self-aware, like knowing you're a robot, like like breaking the f- fourth wall. That concept of like it's it's all encompassing, like every it gets everywhere, like outside yeah. of what it's intended to be, mm-hmm. which is crazy. I hate it. I hate well, that whole self-aware type thing, <laughs> you're giving me, like, Skynet yeah. type vibes. Well, that's, that's what this whole thing feels <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. It feels like a sci-fi movie from the 80s. Or something Doesn't like it? The 90s, yeah. Well, Facebook, it hasn't been without its scandals. You know, in 2018, uh, Facebook, they violated a um, an order from 2012 in regards to user privacy, which more and more has come out since then and in short order. And they got like a $5 billion penalty, $5 billion fine. And of course, of censoring people's opinions in the last like two years, more news about that, you know, whether censoring people's opinions, whether the opinions are actually wrong or not is just, we got to talk about the ethics about this, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, even if it is wrong there, you got to trust people in order to make informed decisions or not, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy, man. It's really crazy. All this stuff that's been coming out on the whistleblowing and all this whatnot, mm-hmm. um, which wasn't really, well, I didn't dive into that. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like the times that we're living in is insane, like of, of the kind of cultural shift and the control mm-hmm. that big tech has. Mm-hmm. It's causing the bill of rights to disappear. Like, <laughs> right, right. like we have no rights anymore because we're being censored so badly. So with Facebook. the metaverse, uh, we've Meta. seen something like this in the likes of ready player one and the matrix mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So this is a reference to the ad that they just released, right? The, the video that came out showing their metaverse concept yes. of making this a virtual reality existence. Yes. To where instead of just being on your phone, talking to people, watching games, being at locations through your phone, mm-hmm. but like actually being there with a VR headset. Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> right. So like Josh said, you'll be visiting virtually. And at the ad that Mark Zuckerberg was talking to uh, the people on Facebook Connect, he said, and he was talking about for like an hour talking about uh, all the products they plan to release. And I saw it. It looks dystopian. Mm. Uh, It's corporate restructuring, uh, in my opinion, potentially due to, you know, all these potential breakups from U.S. lawmakers, which has surprisingly been bipartisan, Mm. you know, Mm. Um, by all these big, uh, to all these big tech companies. Um, So that's probably one of the reasons why they're calling it meta and doing all these uh, random things because it's more than just Facebook coming from uh, Zuckerberg himself. Right. Yeah. Crazy, man. 
Yeah, so this this as soon as I heard this, I was like, Oh man, this is the Matrix. Like this is what's <laughs> happening. Like like we're getting there. Like <laughs> and I I am there's two parts to this, right? So my feeling is like as a person who loves technology, I think this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But what I'm also finding is that this concept of technological advancements as a replacement for human interaction is Mm -hmm. very much dangerous. Yeah. And I think it kind of goes against the concept of the human person, Mm -hmm. as we talked about before in this. Yeah, we use all these social media apps anyway. Why add something greater something more because mm-hmm. we've had this the, in the last few years we've had this avalanche of of news about these uh, tech companies and they're supposed you know quote unquote protecting us mm-hmm. they say and it's clearly something that not everyone is responding to the majority of people are not responding to because they see through uh, this protecting as something totally the opposite that there's maybe a agenda behind it that's trying to pursue something yeah Mm -hmm. yeah exactly i feel that too those 80s movies are looking pretty good right now i'm very thankful that uh those dystopian type uh, and even like those novels from the 50s too Mm -hmm. uh are more relevant now than than ever if we didn't have those to like base what's going on right now off of people might be a lot more accepting of this yeah. or blind to it. Well, I don't know. I feel people don't really... Because who this is drawing in is like your 20s and 30s-somethings. Fair enough. You know? And I feel like how and many... And they don't read these types yeah, of things. Yeah, exactly. They don't, like how yeah. many would they know, like the, like the average person, like would they have read 1984 if it wasn't like mandated in school? Which I don't even yeah. know if it's, if it's like regular high school reading anymore. Because it was when we were, when we were kids, but... I read it for summer reading because we had options. I, I, I read 1984 just because it sounded cool. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I was I, very I, thankful. I don't think Same with like Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, yeah. So that was the year. But for for my class, we, we didn't read 1984. It was Fahrenheit 451, mm-hmm. The Giver, and Hunger Games. Mm. And I read Fahrenheit 451. I didn't understand anything. And I didn't, didn't get it because <laughs> I was an idiot high schooler. But anyways, so yeah, so the, this make, this whole concept makes me nervous. And I think, and what I think is happening, let's get, I have to be careful here. Yeah, I guess I won't say any of that stuff. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I just think that this, this idea of replacing human face-to-face in-person interaction with something that is technolo- technological and virtual will never satisfy the human. Because what's going to happen is if we're trying to replace just regular actions and, and regular social activities with, with virtual reality, mm-hmm. what's going to happen is at the end of the day, you're going to take the headset off. And then and then what? Like, are you going to be happy with yourself? Are you going to feel more, like, satisfied with your existence? Like, are you going to be happy <laughs> when yeah. you're not actually being with anybody? Sure, you're getting visually stimulated by other people mm-hmm. around you. Maybe you're talking with them or whatever but you're not drawing near to them. You're not really feeling and experiencing their presence. And they'll try to, and we might see this in the coming years once uh, the metaverse is uh, in full bloom because they know they're going to be trying that. We will start to see more and more 
isolation and dissatisfaction with people's personal lives, and they'll try to satiate that by going further and further into these um, simulations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we and the, and we're already seeing this. Like some of these things already exist. There's already mm-hmm. VR chats and stuff like that. And those places are not good. <laughs> no. Like I would never go be a part it's of a, those. It's a cesspool of. Uh, well, depravity it's a cesspool of depravity. Yeah, like it's a cesspool people, of depravity. You know? Yeah, that's a yeah. good way to put it. Because I think because what happens are people who have no interactions go to these things and then they they they're nameless, they're faceless, and they can do whatever the heck they want. Like serious bullying and like sexual assaults and stuff happen in these mm-hmm. VR chats. Um, and so it's just like we said before, the people that are in those and a lot of the people that spark a lot of outrage uh, in today's day and age, they would not last in a modern war- warfare two lobby. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Very true. So it's just, it's just crazy. It's really crazy. I, I just wish people understood like the importance of community. Yeah. The importance of being honest. Like I'm I'm a severe introvert. Like I love to be by myself. Like I like to be the person in the background. I like that time. But I am miserable when I am not speaking to people. I am yeah. miserable when I'm like I shouldn't say that. I'm miserable when I go long distance of time, like long periods of time without mm-hmm. human interaction. Yeah. So say I would have a lot of downtime at this job that I just left. So I would have literally days like during the summer, I wouldn't see anybody and I'll just be mm-hmm. in my office and I was miserable and yeah. I'm an extreme introvert, you yeah. know? And so with that in mind, like I realized that like I, we need interaction. <laughs> like yeah. we need yeah. at least is to talk to somebody and to be mm-hmm. honest and like have a nice conversation yeah. with another person. So yeah, I don't know. What do you? I'm, I'm kind of taking this in a tangent, but like, what do, what do you think, Joe? What do you think about all this stuff? I think this is more and more of a reason to not only deactivate your Facebook mm. and deactivate the rest of your social media accounts if you can help it. I mean, of course, we've got our feeling grounded one, but just get rid of it and and get. I don't know. I liked your commentary a little bit better. It kind of sums it up a little bit more. So take mine with what you will, maybe before you talk. But I like the way that you ended it. No, I think that, <laughs> and I well, I think that's so true what you're saying. I mean, and we're seeing it right now. We're seeing it. Like, like we need to get off social media. We need to get off these these things. Yeah, we really do. We need to be, mm-hmm. as opposed to dying, diving deeper and deeper into this false reality. We need to like discover the real one. Yeah, it's proven time and time again in the last like ten years that we've seen that people's mental health is eroding. Yeah, and exactly. If we're, and so, if we're if we're diving further into it. Is, is that going to help? How's that going to help? Exactly. Like we've seen a massive spike in mental illness during this time and mental health problems during this time of, of, mm-hmm. of the quarantine and of the pandemic. So you want to just double down in that reality and tell people, oh, no, it's OK. Now you can like pretend that you're with people. Now you can like be, you know, in this like pretend space that's not really real. And then what's going to happen is it's still going to get worse. People are going to get, like I said, get off those VR headsets, go back to their existence, and like, are they going to be happy? Like, no, they're not. No. So it's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> we need to get off social media. Everyone does. Yeah. And I'm on and off for business reasons, but I'm not using it personally. I'm never going to just scroll through it. I'm not, I don't have personal accounts. Like, I'm always just going to be doing it for business purposes. Right. But you, just get off them, man. Everyone's got to yeah. get off them. Yeah. We need like a mass exodus. 
from these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when Facebook was down a few weeks ago, for, and that was a very rare occasion, mm-hmm. uh, that was probably the best thing that could happen for the world. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So what we want you all to do right now is subscribe to Feeling Grounded Podcast, like this video, and share this video to any person that you think might enjoy this content Also, become a patron. On Patreon, you guys will be able to see exclusive content that Josh and I love to put out there. Our reactions are something that are the highlights of our week. And we want you guys to be following us on Instagram, at Feeling Grounded Podcast. That's at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Third time's a charm, at Feeling Grounded Podcast. Also, when you guys are on YouTube or Instagram, please, 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 I can't stress this enough, like our posts, and also put a question on there because that's our whole motto. You've got questions, you're feeling grounded. I think it also boosts us in the algorithm as well. It's very imperative that you share this journey with us because this is a passion project for Josh and I, and we want you to be on this journey with us. I'm Joe. I'm Josh. You've got questions? You're feeling grounded.